What is up, everybody? Thank you for tuning in to the Fathom Beyond Sunday podcast. This podcast is meant to be really conversational and casual, just a couple of leaders here at Fathom talking about faith and life and talking about how we can grow in our faith where it's really going on Monday through Saturday and not just on Sunday. So tune in, listen to the conversation and open your heart. We pray that this really helps. Hello and welcome to the Fathom Beyond Sunday podcast. I am Christina Scott here with lead pastor of Fathom Church, Kyle Nelson. Back in it. <laughs> Another day. It's beautiful. It's like my favorite time of year. I can. I want to go outside. I, we need to make a way for that, for the birds to be chirping. Right. Can we add that in post right now? Yep. Let's Note do that. to producers. Oh, do you hear those? Now I got to make it natural. All right, let's recap. <laughs> Uh, hey, do you hear those birds chirping? Isn't right. it beautiful out here? The wind in the trees. We're just able to take everyone there. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's funny how the weather was absolutely hideous until it was time for Pastor Appreciation Sunday. That was that made it a little extra special. <laughs> Dude, man, that was a couple of days of just North Nasty, Florida crazy. Yeah. Florida stopped forgetting how to Florida yeah. for a little bit. <laughs> And then we had that gorgeous day on Sunday, and it's continued to be really beautiful <clears throat> these last couple of days. That's awesome. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It's good stuff. Looking forward to, to chatting today. Yeah. So I'm going to put you on the spot a little bit and ask how, um, I don't know, I, I don't want to just do a leading question, right? Like that would get me thrown out of court. So I, I'm not going to lead you in this question, but what what's it like to have your dad preaching a like kind of a, a message about you and like these things about mm. you. So I know you, you've heard, yeah. you've sat under your dad's teaching your whole life. And then when he became a pastor, you know, that youth pastor and, and doing those things, like you've watched him, um, you know, for forever, but what is it like to have him come into fathom and, and preach this specific kind of message? It's, it's definitely more special today than like it's ever been. Mm-hmm. Um, one, I just have, you know, I, I, I've grown to love him more. Mm-hmm. Um, our relationship has grown in, adu- in adulthood. And, um, and so it's really, it's really special. And, and frankly, we, just ministry life is, you, you know, see your parents on the weekends. Like Terrence's right. dad's a pastor. Our, our, you know, my, de- my parents are um, in ministry as well. And so, you know, we don't see each other on Sundays. Like that's just not a thing. And so, um, Anytime we can be together and, you know, just have lunch or something. Yes. Um, and particularly when we're together in church, it's always really special because it doesn't happen much. I mean, like, right. I think you said it had been a couple of years, few years since my dad had been here, two or three years. Yeah, so, I think summer 2019 was the last time that so I'd... That's, I think my mom's probably been in service once since mm-hmm. then, but I think <laughs> that's the last right. time. So right. it's been a while. We, we definitely soak it up. And um, yeah, I thought he did a good job of honoring but not making it about me that Mm -hmm. that it's it's really godly qualities that we're all called to live into and and um and we're called to to set a good example of that and so i'm I'm grateful that we just recognize that we're we're trying our best yeah Yeah. i love your dad and i think like there are a lot of different things i respect him for because your dad is just a a mover (laughs) <laughs> yeah, he, he is. He is just, he's going all the time. He's thinking, he's got a lot of things going on in his brain at once. And he, but he still stops. Like he remembers your name 
Like he, you know what I mean? Like we, like I said, I hadn't seen him in person since 2019 and, <laughs> and he remembered my name. Like it's just, I, I was respect on, I was on a 5 a.m. run this morning and I was thinking about my dad. I was thinking about the type of leader he is and just, mm-hmm. he's, a, he's a great leader. Always has been, you know, as long as I can remember. And the, here's the type of leader he, he is. We were leaving campus to go get in the car. We're walking out there. And there's rocks all over the place. And um, I'm talking to one kid. I'm like, I don't know who did this, but, you know, we need to get these cleaned up or something like that. And I'm like, I'm going to do that. We're going to do that this week. You know, and I, I kind of made a plan with with this other kid how mm-hmm. we're going to get these cleaned up. And and as I'm walking, not even 10 seconds later, um, uh, my dad and my boys and another staff member's boys he he said, let's go get them. And he just made a game out of it. And he just, we just, they collected all these rocks to clean them up. And however they got there, whatever, they were going to clean them up in that moment and would just make the ugly, gritty part of ministry, mm-hmm. which is sometimes cleaning up rocks right. in the parking lot so people don't have to run all over them. Um, that's my, it's probably somebody else's mess to clean up. And he immediately just gathers people, children even. Mm-hmm. To say, hey, this is fun, right? Let's we do this. Get to do this, we, and so he didn't even have to. He he didn't even have to explain it. There was no big talk about it. It was it was a mover, you know. Let's right. get it done. We're gonna have fun while we're doing it, and uh, so he he talked about my humility, but I've I've seen that lived out before me and um, been able to follow his example, yeah. and, and that didn't get to happen on Sunday. <laughs> to me to tell that, so I'll do it privately now. Um, yeah. But it's it's a it's an example. To, to look at. Yeah, I just really do. Like we get to, we get a little bit of insight, right? When we're sitting around the table talking, getting to know you a little bit more um, through things that you share about your family and stuff. And I just, it's cool because I have this weird, like backwards connection because my husband is yeah. a market manager yeah, for, sure. <laughs> for Publix, rival to Winn-Dixie, yeah. but um, yeah. these like local Florida companies, uh-huh. right? And so he's been a meat manager. Now February will be 20 years and your dad was yeah. talking about that and that story on Sunday and I'm just sitting there going, I know, man, I know, yeah, like I know sure. retail <laughs> life and, and all of these things. I just, I do have a, a ton of respect for him. It was really great to to have him here and have your mom here and just get to do that on Sunday. Yeah. It was you know, not our, not our typical Sunday at all, but so celebratory Mm -hmm. and so fun. And I just love, I mean, in so many ways, I wish we did it more than once a year. I know once a year is, is what it is, but I, in so many ways, I wish we did it more than once a year because it was just, it's such a great time Mm -hmm. to be able to do that and to, to love on you guys. And it's not just you, it's Taryn and all that she pours in to the family. And then your kids, I mean, they're just, your kids sacrifice things. We know that pastors' mm-hmm. kids do, um, but at the same time, they they bring so much. I've learned so much from all three of them, um, just at different times and what they share and what's going on in you know in their life Monday through Sunday, mm-hmm. and not just um, Monday through Saturday, and yeah. not just what's on Sunday. So, um, anyway, I love that. I love yeah. that. Um, speaking of respect, awkward yeah. segue. Yeah. <laughs> um, one of the things that your dad talked about on Sunday was just this idea of um, our society and how things have changed um, with regard to honor and respect and how there's just this real lack of respect for any kind of 
authority or this always this kind of looking on how to to topple this in rather than than giving respect how to mm. how to remove respect even from people how to how to make sure that other people don't give the respect um that that really authority deserves and so i just kind of want to talk about that a little bit what it, about that loss of respect and kind of honor and kind of highlight some of that stuff um it's one of those things like they, they talk about trust you know is is earned you know or it, it can be given but it's easily lost and mm-hmm. things like that and and, and and it's because of respect. Respect's what's under that. Like whether we respect people, and and for me, in the landscape of there's there's so much here. There's so much into this topic, and my brain immediately goes to just a very kind of simple framework for like how do we look at humanity, like boiling mm-hmm. it down, bit like. How how are we as Christians to look at humanity? And it starts in creation right. that every person is made in God's image. He made them. And they're very good. I said good the other day. And you're like, very good. The <laughs> scripture says very good. I'm like, you're exactly right. It's very good. And so right now I'm looking at you smile. Thinking, nope, it's very good. Um, and so we have to remember that. Like God loves humanity. Mm-hmm. Even in our brokenness, like he delights. I I posted it, I think yesterday, Micah 7, he delights in his loving kindness. He delights in showing love. Yes. You know, who, who are you that you delight in, in forgiving iniquity? Mm -hmm. That's who God is. And so when we talk about people losing respect, we're talking about they're acting in a way that's ungodly most of the time, sinful. Mm Mm-hmm. Many times, they've lost our respect, and so we've. If we're going to have a heart of God and like a, 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 the picture that God has, well, we've got to love. We got to love humanity, and I'll, and I hear it all the time. I've just lost all hope in humanity. In the yeah. past year and a half, two years, has been that. I mean, I talk to people every single day who that is their sentiment, and I think we need a fresh reading of Genesis, you know, end of one, end of two and pre-fall, you know, and I think we need to read through the prophets and yes, yeah, see the judgment that's called out, but also see the hope, right? you know, because I think we're, we're, we've, we're, we're becoming less hopeful because the reality of the fall, like we've felt the, the impacts, a lot of leaders have fallen and, and they've lost our respect, you know, entities we used to believe in. I was talking to somebody this week. Hey, I used to to have trust in the medical community. They've lost respect. Yeah, that's you know, tough. on both sides of that, you know, of the argument, because they're they're just moving with a system. You know, and so that that's that person's opinion. You know, but it's the reality that so many different entities, from government to local government to pastors to um, to business leaders to you name it. Right. To sports figures. Right. To our head coach mm-hmm. here in Jacksonville. Right. Right. They've done things and we're like, where's the respect? And so the fallenness, of, and even with our phones, with social media and video, what it is, are people le- more wicked today than they were 15 years ago? Probably a good bit. Some. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because there, there is a, 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 crescendo 
um, or a day Christian away from God. Like there's a drawing away from God, a secularism and, and a God into ourselves. And so society is getting more wicked. But I think what is magnifying that even more is social media. Certainly. You know, and, and so access. access and news is like constant, just access to the worst of everyone. Right. You know, at our fingertips. And so, so we need to go back to just the value and dignity and respect is something that begins because they have God's breath inside of them. Right. Um, and, and, and his image on their life. And until we get that, <laughs> we, we, we can't move forward in being a part of the redemptive, which is the third kind of part of the Christian narrative, creation, fall, the mm-hmm. brokenness in there, and then the redemption that's in Jesus Christ and, and the hope that we have in Christ really allows us to then be reconcilers, to be a part of that redemptive process, um, to be his ambassadors. And so, but until we, we got to get all those pieces. Right. What does it look like to respect humanity for the fact that God has created it, right? This earth and everyone on it is here because it is within his will Mm -hmm. for them to be here, right? Because he desired them. Before the foundation of the earth, you were saying something, and I was like, yeah, because even before the foundations of the Mm -hmm. earth, he adopted us. Like adoption was so important to him, and he he knew we would be here, right? So what does it look like then to respect humanity because you are created in the image of God, but to not find any of those any of the actions worthy of admiration or say that one more time. So what does it look like to respect this respect people just because they are people because God has created them and because he wants them here, but to not find anything really redeeming in their actions. What does that look like? Let me tell you two, two phrases that have been transformative for me. And I needed to be transformed deeply in this, um, in uh, on a number of fronts. Um, and the first was a quote from a person I do not respect. Okay. <laughs> I did not respect. Uh huh. And a prosperity like gospel preacher. Got it. Right. So, so now you're going. You don't respect him either, or her either, whatever, Christina. Yeah. You don't respect this person either. <laughs> um, I have serious issues there. Uh huh. Um, but I heard this phrase and it was transformative for me. Mm-hmm. And actually through that, because I found myself in a season where I had accessed, I wasn't trying to, but I, I was just around a lot of people that believed very differently from me theologically. Okay. You know, claim to be believers, very different theology. And so I was around a lot of them and hearing their preaching, whether I wanted to or not type of thing. And I had to search in my soul. And I, I was just in a, a season like, God, you got to give me the nuggets. I'm spitting out a lot of bones. <laughs> give me some meat. And he said, I've never met a man that's not my superior at something. Mm-hmm. And that was really helpful for me. It, it, I began to view everybody differently after right. that. I, I began to 
go around anything I thought I had, whatever, I'm here to learn. Every conversation, I was with somebody, I was not trying to be the smartest person. I was not, I was just like, what can I learn from this person? This person is superior to me in some areas of life that I can learn from. And it really put me, I think, on a deeper path of discipleship, to be honest. Awesome. Because I could learn from people that were around me. That's essential. Mm -hmm. And so it was some humility that had to come through that realization. And the second thing happened um, later, I was in like full-time ministry and was really, I was going through a season in which there were a couple of individuals who um, they were not quiet about their dislike of me and my ministry and my vision for ministry. Um, and for whatever reason, um, they didn't respect me. Um, it might've been because of my age. I was 21 years old starting a ministry and I was mm-hmm. leading people that was two, three and four times older than me. Right. And so there's just, some mm-hmm. people are just not down with that. Right. You know, um, I don't know what it was. could have been other things, mistakes I made, but I, I felt attacked. In fact, I was being attacked from behind the scenes. And I was praying to God on a daily basis, God, you got to give me grace because I'm, I'm becoming hardened and I can't lead him. I'm here to lead him. And I can't lead him like this. Like when I'm angry at him. Right. When I don't respect him. He doesn't respect me. So we could just continue this vicious cycle. Right. And... um and I, I, I won't, I won't put this phrase on God. <laughs> okay, because somebody will call me out on this, <sighs> and this might be an earmuff situation in the car. Okay. Yeah, just right. earmuffs. Just so everybody knows what that means. Earmuffs. Um, for those <laughs> under whatever age you think they PG thirteen. Earmuffs. Yeah, yeah, we're going PG thirteen here. Um. And, um, God, somehow in my heart, right. there was a phrase that was illuminated. Um, everyone is an asset, even when they're being. Mm-hmm. Part and, of an asset. Yeah. Part of an asset. <laughs> right. Everyone is an asset. And God began to teach me how much those people were actually shaping my character. And we're actually teaching me to love when it's hard, not when it's convenient and easy, when I don't like the person, <laughs> when they're an enemy, to actually right. li- live out that phrase, to love your enemies, yeah, to bless those who curse you. And that was, that was very powerful for me. Those, those two things really got me seeing everyone differently and then specifically those who I lost respect for, who are, were attempting to harm me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and God began to teach me, no, I'm, I'm using this for my glory in your heart, in your life. And so even those now, I can rejoice when I face trials, right? right. What, did I, what did James mean by that? I don't know. I, for me, that's one of them now. Right. Um, am I excited about it? No, <laughs> but I can see a deeper joy that God is pruning something and perfecting something um, in me. And so I don't know if that answered your question, but those are the two things that came to my brain, how God shaped that in me. And I think in, in, in a, a season when we're, 
prone to pick out everybody else's flaws and imperfections. If, if we're going to offer some tangible and meaningful solution and be a part of the redemptive process, making disciples in the world and bringing heaven to earth mm-hmm. um, before Jesus fulfills that fine, fully and finally, right? Um, then he's got to do a lot in us um, to, to keep our hearts pure and hopeful and seeing the image of God in people and in shaping us with his deep, deep love for humanity. Yeah. Yeah. As you were, you did answer my question. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Sometimes I just get my... to go. I don't, like, I don't <laughs> even know if I answered your question. No, you absolutely did answer my question in, in abundance, which is fantastic. Cause I think those are really, I mean, obviously it's really beautiful place to even know kind of even sometimes where these messages are coming from, from you, right? Like it gives us a little bit of insight to like, okay, this is something that God did a work through this or through that. Um, But as you were saying it, it reminded me of how everyone is an asset. This idea that like, I mean, Jesus washed Judas' feet. Yep. And if we are to be like Christ, if we are to follow Christ and his example, his example is not, it, it's not every time flipping tables mm-hmm. and calling people vipers. It's really just not. It's not. It's sometimes drawing in close and wow. serving and loving and giving to people who you know are going to sell you out, but still just trying wow. to love them yeah. well. That's so good. That's so good. And it's so convicting to all of us. I'm sure (laughs) listening, I know it is to me to just keep on it, you know, no matter what they do to us. My first ministry is not to them. It's to God. I mean, that's our first ministry. And that that can change a lot of our views in what it looks like to live a ministry Monday through Sunday, like Mm -hmm. Monday through Saturday. What it looks like to live out of the ministry of who we are is not the ministry that we do, but it's, it's the ministry that God flows to us. We, we also offer that ministry right back. Like we, that's our, our first ministry. And then beyond that, there's other, other ministry. And um, when we, I think when we get down to it in our personal relationships, even if it is an enemy or someone who might betray us or whatever, um, people who are, have lost our respect, um, we're ministering to the Lord, right. you know, right. you know, in, in, in moments um, like that. And that's a, a pure, a purifying and refining deep part of our, our heart right. that will pay dividends for many years. And God will honor that right? too. He sees that. Well, and I think, I mean, for me anyway, if I actually do have that in my mind that I'm doing everything, but this particular thing, right? So we do everything as unto the Lord. But if I look at these things, the difficult things, the really tough things, the things that I don't want to do, uh, maybe you know, not wanting to to care well for someone who has hurt me, or maybe not even just wanting to to continue, you know what I mean? Wanting to cut off a relationship or wanting to just vent to the wrong person about mm. a situation like any of those things but like if i um think about okay no how how do i serve god in this and that i'm doing it 
for God and not specifically, sometimes I'll be real honest, like I don't want to do it for you or him mm-hmm. or her or whatever. I just really don't. I, and a lot of, a whole lot of times I don't want to do it for myself. <laughs> I mean, but, but if I'm like, this is something I can do for the Lord, like this is mm-hmm. something that he has instructed me. It's a whole lot easier to swallow. Like yeah. God, what could I possibly, what's, what is a sacrifice for the one who gave me life, right? Those yeah. song lyrics. What, what is it that, that I can't do for you that isn't a blessing to do it for you? Yeah. I think it was, I think it was David. I'm trying to remember the prophet that came to David. It wasn't Nathan. It was a, a different prophet that came to David and said, to, instructed him to build an altar. Mm-hmm. And he wanted to buy some land. It's like Gad or Dan or something like yeah, that. It was like another, yeah. I think it's a tribal name. Like I think it was yeah. a name of a tribe, but obviously not a, the original. And he had to buy some land to do this. And the guy's going to give it to him. And he says, I won't. I won't sacrifice to God what cost me nothing. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of times when our living out our ministry is stuff that doesn't cost us anything. It's stuff we're actually getting stuff out of. And the ones that are sacrificial, the things that cost us something, right. um, that that's the stuff that, I mean, to to use a, double use there that's the stuff that alters us mm-hmm. i mean that's what he was building right that's the stuff that changes us that's the stuff that really shapes us and it's a it is a sacrifice right and i think um you know obedience is better than sacrifice of course you know but um there's something to that too that, that there's great transformation that happens in those times you know where it, it's painful right <laughs> it's painful and um but but go anyway, go serve anyway, go show love anyway, and uh, and do it with the joy of the Lord, as if unto the Lord, as mm-hmm. you said. Um, and so, yeah. Yeah. So um, in that, like we're, you know, we've been talking about respect and all of those things. Like one of the things that your dad said, I wrote it down again, like a quote, right? So quotes are my thing. Yeah. Have you gotten it now by episode 10, guys? Yeah. I'm like writing down the quotes. <laughs> they're, they're good. They, they kind of help conversation to me, they, they yeah. help a ton because like, they're important to talk about. Yeah. So um, one of the things that he said that I wrote down and just really spoke to me um, was that when we honor others, when we honor people, we open our hearts to be able to receive what God is doing through them, like what God's doing mm-hmm. in them and the the blessings and the gifts he's given them. But it was just what I what I heard, right? His quote was like, we were able to receive what he's um, doing in them. But what I heard was like, if we humble ourselves to honor others, we can actually recognize what God is doing in and through people. And to receive that is just sometimes it can be really mind blowing, right? Like we see what God, we actually are able to see like, oh, this is something God's doing through them. This is possible. Yeah. God, God makes this possible. Yeah. There's, there's only, there's so much about comparison that is not good. And most everything like that we talk about here in like, Christian teaching these days is like comparison's bad. Like don't compare yourself to others. 
you know, you're a unique, you're one, and I'll, I'll circle back. I'm getting, I'm getting back to you. You're like, well, where are you going? This is nothing what I just said. You were no, going it's on fine. Your I trust um, you. I know. Um, but the one place in scripture, there's two places. One of them that has a comparison element to it is to do with honor. And the scriptures actually say, outdo one another mm-hmm. in showing honor. And so that's important. Important and, and that can get weird in some churches. <laughs> like not weird, like it can just get weird and like some really like weird, even like they begin to make things theological around that and a real kind of celebrity thing of leaders and um like real worship, but that that's just not godly. Like and there's no place for it. Yeah, it's kind of gross. Um for the leader to be a part of that. You know what I mean? I, I just that's not Humble, like servant leadership right. is what we learned from Jesus. Um, washing feet. Right. Um, but there is this this element that it's it should be an important part of our life. And I think why we have that, even that one little verse in the New Testament, is because it does bring such vitality to our own soul. Mm-hmm. It actually does open us up because... It, it's 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 going from just my ears and my brain being connected to my heart is like open and ready to receive and that that's not just like listening to a teacher on stage i think that goes in so many different elements like that we talked about right. earlier um i'd never met a person that's not my superior at something like when we get, it's easier to honor like once we're connected, we're in relationship, we're doing ministry alongside them, one another in our families. We, we, we take a, a real special time in our home, especially on birthdays. Mm-hmm. Um, and anytime something significant is happening in someone's life, we slow down and we practice honor in our home. I feel like really well. So Taryn's birthday was a week yes. and a half ago, two weeks ago. And some of you probably even saw, I said, hey, put one word to describe her. I just put it on my social media. I had a game plan for it. I'm going to read these to her at the end of the night. Well, it got real late. It was past bedtime and we're big on bedtimes. And everybody was, was up and we're like, hey, we're not going to let this go. Um, and so um, we sat there all on the couch together. And usually what we do is we go around and we say, hey, I want you, everybody's going to say like what their favorite thing is a, a, about this person and then tell us one of your favorite funny stories just, mm-hmm. uh, you know, with them, favorite memories or experience. And so we just go around and just honor them. It's not, hey, we're not just having cake and whatever. We're taking time to honor. And as we just, as we went through and just, I read all those things and wonderful things people said about my wife. She's awesome. Um, She's, you know, crying as mm-hmm. you can imagine and my kids are just listening listening and it was such a good teaching moment and i said you know for them to honor their mom i said you, all these people see this in your mom because it's real and it's true like right. you get to live that and and i said i looked to my boys i said if you can find a woman that has half of what your mom has right you know you're gonna be doing good you're gonna find you a good wife that's and, right you know, Elisha, like this is, this is a standard for you to live up to. I'm so thankful I can say that and, right. and proudly say that, but it was a time to honor and, and show honor. And I know in that moment, spiritually what was taking place is it was giving them an opportunity to connect to her and who she is 
in a deeper way right to deeper respect and honor so that they can receive from her um and so yeah I, it, it's extremely powerful and i've lived that i've you know i've been in seasons in which i would i didn't feel like i was being quote unquote fed uh-huh by a individual and god taught me most of the, most of the time 95% of the time it had to do with the condition of my heart not with their level of teaching or style of teaching mm -hmm. and i've learned i can learn from all kinds of people in right. all kinds of different ways all different types of teaching i don't have to agree with everything they say i don't have to it doesn't have to be my favorite style of teaching for me to still receive from god right because I, i've learned to honor yeah you know them and receive from them so again long-winded answer but <laughs> Uh, hopefully th those are helpful for yeah. somebody. Well, and as you were speaking, it reminded me as on Sunday when your dad was saying this, it connected immediately to me to um, something that you taught on a marriage conference. So, um, and I don't know if this particular portion of marriage conference was recorded where we can say, hey, go and listen to it's this somewhere. portion it's or what. Yet, but, yeah. um, but there was just this portion of marriage conference where you talked about receiving these. And, and mm. I think it's on the Fathom Family podcast too, where you guys, you kind of did this, like these gifts when you're in a marriage relationship, the gifts that mm -hmm. you see in this other person, honor those because you have access to them, yeah. right? But you don't really have access to them unless yep. you honor them, yep. unless you pay attention and you're, you're open, yeah. you've got your eyes open it's, to that. Yeah. So to just break this down real quick, and we probably need to close out the podcast because I'm guessing we're going long. I'm not probably. looking at the clock. Probably. <laughs> uh, yeah. Are you in with us people? Yeah. Let's you, go. You, you're hanging. All right. Well, <laughs> one, one more big thing. So imagine a big circle, big circle, and then draw a line down the middle. And half of that circle in a marriage relationship is, you know, the female s side of things. And it's uh, all of her experiences. So you can draw O's over there or X's. But let's just say O's on the, on the female side. Draw all, the, all these O's over there. And it's her experience. Or it's her wisdom. It's her gifts and talents, the things she's been through. And on the other side of the the circle with the line in the middle is is the man man's side mm -hmm. of experience and wisdom and struggles and pain and experience all the things that he's walked through right and oftentimes when we look at this it's two people coming together and the scripture says two shall become one flesh and so, so what i was just gonna tell like for them yeah. for this visual because yeah. i've seen it but i've also like you know we walk through this yeah. together imagine a pizza right and one half right. is pepperoni there you go and the other like half is like mushrooms or yeah, something, right? And that's sure. that's it's just like one half is pepperoni and one right. half is mushrooms, and there's this one line topping. down the middle. One topping right? pizza. That's all one you get. One topping pizza on each side, and that's that. And so that's what it reminds me of when I when I see it. Okay, keep going. Right. <laughs> and so imagine that line being, you know, just wiped away, and that there is two becoming one there, and that we have access is what you were describing there right. to to all the toppings, all right. the experiences and wisdom yes. and gifts there. Well. What does Jesus say, right? We're the body of Christ and there's one spirit and mm -hmm. one faith and we have access to one another. Right. Right? Right. Right. There <laughs> it is. There it is. Yes. And that's why Jesus said, or that, excuse me, that's why Paul said um, in Ephesians chapter five that 
this relationship, the marriage relationship is a beautiful mystery because mm-hmm. it points to the church. Right. Right. And so if, if a husband and wife can have a small foretaste of that sharing of giftedness, what do we have in the body of Christ? Right. 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 When we walk in on a Sunday, when we go into a team, change the way we look at everybody That's right. and like a spirit of honor right. for that. And then all of a sudden I've got, Oh yeah, I can, I can lean on your gift of encouragement because I right. need it today. I can lean on your gift of discernment because I got a big situation and I, you know, I need your gift of, of prayer and mercy because right. I'm going through a hard time. Right. right. All of a sudden, man, am I filled up? Are we all filled up and built up um, as his church and able to live out his mission even more? Yeah. And it is like he said, we're, we're, we're over our little bit of our time, but there's so much more here because there's just tons and tons of stories in the old Testament about honor and about how different Kings, you know, were able, like they were blessed by recognizing the the gifts and what God was doing through mm-hmm. their servants. I mean, like think about Joseph and, and Daniel and like just mm-hmm. all of these things where when someone gave someone else honor, yeah. they were just blessed in abundance by what God was doing through them. Um, and so, like you said, like we have this beautiful picture of the body here at Fathom is wildly gifted just absolutely just beautifully um kind of capture so many different facets of the image of god um here in this place so when you're you know like he said when you're going into your teams look at people with just a fresh light Mm. realize you have access because you're part of the same body you're not just sisters and brothers but like you are one you are the bride i've never thought of that diagram or that like what teaching in the church element but man that's good that's good i hope you hung on to the end of this yeah if not you're not hearing this but (laughs) but still thank you for doing it because that that's big that's big for me even to to think about that in an even deeper you know more beautiful way in my opinion so thanks for sticking with us we love you guys um we want to know what how we can pray with you how we can connect with you so if you have prayer requests or questions you want to ask or anything you can text fathom to ninety-seven thousand, or you can email info at fathom.church we love you and we'll be back with you next week nailed it